Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this season, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every single goddamn page in a trio of adventure modules for TSR's Marvel Super Heroes RPG, starting with Adventure MT1, All This and World War II. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. All This and World War II was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 7 of All This and World War II. This is a full-page illustration. In the background is a mansion, maybe Avengers Mansion, a raised fist with a very hairy wrist and a swastika, uh, some goose-stepping soldiers, a tank, fire, an angry man in the upper left corner, and then in the foreground, my great, great shame. Here's the thing. I, I am not a comic book expert. I'm a comic book fan, but as I've mentioned on the podcast before, I learned what I know about comic books from quarter bins, from, from back issues. I, I took the refuse, the comic books that nobody wanted, and I cobbled together my knowledge of comic book universes. I care about certain comic book characters, like I love the Fantastic Four, but I'm not the guy who's got little polybagged copies of issues 1 through 100 of Fantastic Four. I probably have never owned 10 consecutive issues of any comic book. And while I've definitely delved into, you know, your who's who's, your official handbooks of the Marvel Universe, those will teach you about certain obscure characters, but it's hit or miss. I'm not confident in my deep comics knowledge. There are a lot of nooks and crannies out there. The characters on this page, I feel like they're original characters. I feel like these are not real canonical Marvel Comics characters, but I just am not sure. Let me, from top to bottom, let me kind of describe. So we got this guy in a kind of swoopy helmet, uh, swashbuckler boots, gloves, there's kind of a chest plate on there. His helmet kind of looks like a bike helmet. And then he's got this kind of like mechanical armor bit on his crotch. It's like a mechanical version of exterior underwear. See, this is why I feel like these have to be original characters. Swashbuckler boots, exterior underwear. These are like mismatched generic superhero costume elements. There's a a very creator wrestler look to some of these costumes. This guy in the back is definitely wearing like hero boot D from an old SmackDown wrestling game. Uh, Then we've got this guy with little tiny rigid wings coming off his back and uh, this helmet with like a ridge in the middle, and he's in a very like fight me pose with his dukes up. Then under that, we got some kind of cyborg who looks like one of his arms is missing and the other arm is some kind of a mace, and he's got like a human face kind of, but a kind of withered. It's like a Deathlock style cyborg sort of with like the skin that looks dead on the face and then a lot of metal here. He's got an iron cross on his helmet, so I, I feel like these have to be Nazis. So these are probably villains, not heroes. I mean, clearly they're villains, not heroes. Cyborgs can't control the circumstances of their creation, but if I were a Nazi cyborg who decided to defect to the side of justice, I think the first thing I would do is get a new paint job. Or is that even an Iron Cross? Could be like a little picture of an airplane. I mean, I guess you probably wouldn't have a little picture of an airplane on your head. But hey, maybe it's like when people do like the little drawing of a bomb every time that the plane drops a bomb or whatever, a little tally. Maybe this cyborg has managed to successfully mace apart one airplane. Anyway, underneath him, there's this guy in a mask that fully covers his mouth and his nose, but you can kind of see his eyes, and then his hair is sticking out on top, but it's like there's one middle strand of the mask covering his his face that goes over his head, like through the middle of his hair, parting it. This is a bad look. This is like, as I record in COVID times, if you had to run into the pharmacy for like a crucial medicine run, but it's for like an elderly sick relative who you definitely cannot risk them getting the COVID and you don't have your mask with you and all you have is a G-string with an unusually full front panel. So you just kind of pulled that over your head as, as an impromptu 
face mask, that that is an indignity so great that I think you might start thinking about how much you really do love grandma. I certainly would not elect to wear this look on the regular as a supervillain. He's also got some kind of mechanical uh, backpack or whatever, but I can't get past the mask. Uh, under that, we've got this guy who looks kind of like um, Doctor Strange with a big flared mask and a top knot, some kind of metal belt. It's a very Doctor Strange outfit. Big cape, big like weird design on the front. There's this little kind of hanging loincloth thing tucked into the belt. I don't... Do you tuck your loincloth into your belt? I mean, it's a tabard, but it, it is split by this metal belt into this top portion and then a little hanging loincloth bit. A lot of interesting and bad fashion ideas on this page. You can imagine these guys reading supervillain Cosmo and getting these bad tips like, you know, create a silhouette with that old shapeless mystical tabard by cinching it in at the waist with a pointy golden belt. No, do not do that. Don't believe supervillain Cosmo. I like to think that supervillain Cosmo, instead of having uh, sex tips, it has all kinds of tips about how to torment captive superheroes, but they're indistinguishable <laughs> from Cosmo sex tips. Lots of surprising people when they come home from work. Lots of little bites. Lots of tying people up in weird places and applying weird items. Anyway, on the bottom of this page, uh, and this is the dumbest thing, we got this guy in the foreground who's got a kind of a cape hanging off one shoulder. He's raising one fist. He has a, a bit of a grim look about him, and he's got like a half mechanical face. It looks like it's probably a metal mask going over half of his face. Almost a phantom of the opera. But you can only make out just the front face part because this guy wears a like a full hood sort of thing, like a cowl on his cape. And then the top of the hood, though, there are these three spindly, tentacle-like, pointy hat tentacles, chapotapods, if you will. It really looks like a, like a cape with cowl. And then on the top, there are like those silly little three jester things from a jester hat. But instead of being like big, thick, bouncy jester things, they're like little spindly, twisty jester things. If I were in charge of marketing for Nazi supervillains, which I am not, despite my role in the creation of supervillain Cosmo, but if I were, I, I think I would not be happy with this guy's look. I would not be happy with him showing up to Nazi photo ops with this silly fucking headgear. It's just bad. It's just, it's just a dumb look. And not only does it look bad, but also conceptually it's wrong. Because what we're looking at here in the background, this is the iconography of like World War II Nazis, like Nazi Nazis. This is like serious, pompous, nationalistic, up its own ass, the Reich will last 1,000 years style Nazism. And even if you are a Nazi, I don't think there's anything funny about that. Like a, a Nazi jester doesn't make sense to me. Although now that I think about it, this is much more in keeping with the aesthetic we have with Nazis now, like the quote unquote alt-right, LOL, your butt hurt because I'm dangerous and morally bankrupt, like that style of Nazi. I wouldn't characterize that form of Nazism as having a sense of humor, but I think there's an element of that subculture where they think they're funny and there is this weaselly refuge in like the things we do and say and spend our time and our lives on are just jokes, just funny, ironic jokes. Like when we're doing them, we do them and it's for real and it's serious. At the same time, when I do things for real, I'm just kidding. So if I turn out to be wrong, which of course I am, again, it's like, LOL, you thought I was for real when I was being for real. That dude would wear this hat. So it's still dumb. If anything, it makes it dumber. But like, there's a there's a concept here. This could perhaps be like a modern alt-right supervillain whose name is like Punchdown, who has patter while he fights, like Spider-Man. But instead of regular quips, it's like extremely lazy, tired jokes about marginalized people. That's a good supervillain. That's a man I would like to kick in the head. Swing down on a web and kick him right in the head. That sounds great. I 
And because those those things are going to wiggle too. These like cowl tentacles or whatever, they're thin and they're just kind of hanging there. So they're going to like shake and wobble if you do anything impactful to punch down's head, which is fantastic. That's a world of possibilities. Remember the other day we were talking about Moon Knight and his bolas and how he can throw the bolas directly at somebody's face and just bonk them in the forehead? I would, ugh, I would love to see that happen to punch down. He's in the middle of a joke and everybody knows where it's going because it's going to be the same one cliche joke that assholes have been making on this topic for many decades. And he's in the middle of the joke, but before he can get to the punchline, these two metal balls and a slack cord of leather just fly right at him and bonk him on the bridge of the nose and he throws his head back and his little things shake. Okay, well, this is this page has turned out to be a real pick-me-up. And a good warm-up, too, because we're just about to create some superheroes and superhero teams. So join me next time as we get some surprisingly good advice about bringing the dumbness of comic book plot construction to the gaming table on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact the show however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Podbean, Gmail, Instagram, etc., etc. This episode's theme music is Robinson's Grand Entry March, performed by the United States Air Force Concert Band. Thanks for listening.